You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Right then, uh, Latinos age slower than other ethnic groups. This is a study. Do you know about that, Peter Weatherburn? I didn't know that at all. So if you're a Latino... I must have Latino blood, so... You age slower. I don't know why that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're Dorian Gray. I'd hate to see that, that picture in the attic. But anyway, you're very welcome, Pete. Thanks, Declan. Thanks for coming in. Um, have we... Quest- oh, there's a question there. I'll come to it in a second. Mm-hmm. But you want to talk to us about cats I today? Just want to, I, I, I recently wrote Muggies. about six important facts about cats. Because uh, cats are uh, not very well understood by most people and they have misconceptions. They don't make it easy now. No, no, they're they're kind of independent creatures who do their own thing. They don't really want us to understand them. They're quite happy just sitting on on a post looking at you and, um, you know, being in charge. That's what cats like to do. So anyway, I kind of thought of six facts about cats that people don't know that they should know and I'd like to talk about those briefly. The first of which is that um, cats don't like other cats generally. Now, some cats get on great together, but one of the big problems people face is that they have one cat, and they think, oh, there's another nice cat, I'll take on another one, and now they have two cats in their house, and the cats don't get on well together, and that's a really common thing. And people often don't realise that they're not getting on well together. And things happen, I've seen, for example, a video of two cats being fed in bowls beside each other, and both cats are, as they eat, they're kind of going, and they're eating their food, growling. And the reason for that is that they're feeling extremely stressed because the other cat is so close to them and they really don't like the other cat. So if you've got two cats, you need to pay attention to the fact that... They're unrelated. Presumably, if there's a cat and it has kittens and the kittens stay around, that's okay, is it? Yeah, that's... that's, See, it's true that some cats do get on very well together. And in particular, kittens that grow up together often end up being lifelong buddies. Um, And you can tell if your cats like each other by by watching their behaviour. And, um, for example, if cats like each other, they will often sleep together. And I used to have two cats that curled up together in one big ball, the two of them tangled up with each other as they slept. They clearly were great friends. But a lot of cats will actually, if you watch their behaviour, they will studiously avoid each other all day long. They'll actually walk across the room at different sides of the room. Um, and they'll, they'll do everything to avoid being close contact. So that's the first thing, is to realise that cats often don't like other cats. The second thing to say is that purring cats are not always happy cats. People think that cats purr means a cat's happy. Well, actually, it's not necessarily. And I've heard a great saying, which is that cats purr when they have a friend or when they need a friend. And we notice that as vets in that a, a contented cat certainly will purr, but sometimes we get cats coming in immediately after accidents. For example, a cat with a broken leg. And strangely, the cat will be purring loudly with its broken leg. So the purr is not just when a cat's happy, it's also when a cat is quite stressed okay. and it wants to be reassured. The next thing is that when a cat rubs you with their head, they're not. it's not just like a friendly little chucking of the cheek like a, like, a, like a little massage of your side or your hand because they like you. The reason they're doing it is they're marking you with their territory as their territory with scent glands on their head. It's kind of similar to a dog cocking, a male dog will cock his leg on, on people often. Well, when cats rub you with their head, that's what they're doing. They're marking you. They're saying, you're mine. So, just, you know, don't misunderstand them. Um, next, I'm on to the fifth fact now, is that cats often suffer from toothache. And people don't realise it. And and 
what, what, what that means is if they've got toothache, they become grumpy. They just become in bad form. They're just not as happy as they used to be. And sometimes they're slow to eat. Sometimes they'll sit down and look at their food before eating it. But toothache is very common. Dogs don't get toothache very often at all but cats do and if they have toothache um, if you if you get the vet to check their teeth and identify the painful tooth and extract the painful tooth because you can't do fillings you just extract the painful tooth you'll find that a lot of cats end up being much happier cats in much better form so be aware that if your cat's temperament change it could be toothache and the very last thing I want to say about cats this is really important is that people should know that lilies can kill cats and I think I've said this before on this station but it's a, a, it's a fact I want to keep on getting out there because cats often get kidney failure and a very common cause of kidney failure is exposure to lilies the typical thing would be lilies um, maybe cut lilies on a kitchen table maybe there's you know there's that, that orangey pollen stuff it drifts down to the floor or maybe the cat jumps on the table and brushes up against the lily and gets orange pollen on its coat. If the cat then grooms itself or licks the pollen, it will end up um, with kidney failure, which is which is often fatal. So keep the lily... Simple. Simple kidney yeah. failure. So just avoid avoid cats. Um, well, avoid lilies. Hmm? Avoid lilies, where avoid does lilies, cats? Yeah. Yeah. Avoid cats mixing with lilies. Yeah, don't. If you've got cats in your house, you shouldn't have lilies in your house. Yeah, there you are. Sorry, lily sellers. Right. Um, yeah. Is there any other flowers? Can they eat chocolate and all that, or do well, they bother? They probably don't bother. Do well, they? No, I mean, other other flowers are fine. Most, yeah. nearly all flowers. Just lilies. In fact, so, if, if you insist on having lilies, then you can take the pollen out. You know, you can just nip out the the, the, the pollen stuff from the centre. And the the, fla- the petals and, and leaves are also toxic. But the cat's much less likely to to be exposed to them than they are to right. the pollen. The pollen goes everywhere, and that's the challenge. Okay. Uh, hi, my cat has a cut around its neck, and seems to be licking it. What do I do? Um, I wonder why it's got a cat, ar- a cat around its neck. What we're seeing an awful lot of right now is cats that are allergic to harvest mites. This time of year, harvest mites come out in the fields of County Wicklow, and indeed the fields all over Ireland, um, in, in, in late August. And what harvest mites do is they crawl up the cat and dog's legs and up to their neck and around their head, and they cause a, a red sore rash that can look like a cut. And if they get that then you have to do two things. You have to get rid of the harvest mites, first of all, and that means using a special spray. But as well as that, you usually have to give the animal some anti-inflammatory medication. And the easiest way for cats to get that is for the vet to give them an injection. The injection lasts around a month, which is just about the right length of time to get over the harvest mites season. I've been seeing about one cat a day with this for the past week. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's really common. So what what, uh, should this person do? Um, If If they've got a cut that the cat's scratching at, then they need to get to the vet it's something that won't go away by itself right okay mm. um, but keep in mind that what it could be it could be yeah. harvest mites yeah. yeah. the sounds and of it this is not a veterinary thing but I'll ask you anyway how are you going to do it yourself and all that oh I don't uh, know go on uh, <laughs> uh, I've discovered uh, this week wasps in my attic do you know anything about that yes I do yeah uh, it's a challenge this week. right yeah. Um, why, why would it be this week? I mean, surely it'd be the start of the, the season, would it be? Well, I, th- I think all summer long you can get wasps' nests appearing. I mean, in my experience of wasps' nests is you, 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 it's, it's difficult, but you just need to, there's, there's insecticidal bombs that get rid of them, but it's, it's not nice, not pleasant, not easy. Mm. Right. So if there's, uh, if there's wasps in your attic, it, does that mean there's a nest? It, it, 
I thought they said there's a, a nest in their attic. It, it, no, it, just wasps. Just uh, well, load, I'd, loads I'd be, of them, I presume. I'd be looking for the nest, all right. Yeah, and, and and removing it, and um, I think you probably want to get professional help to do that. Because you'd be stung to bits. It's, yeah, it's and you know wasp stings are nasty enough. And they just go in, do they? And take over? Yeah, they they well, with most so-called pests, I mean like wasps and and mice and so on. Um, the, the best answer is to try to avoid having gaps. In your home, but you have to have a gap in. in the roof because that's the way you do. Are, yeah, but, but you, have, you, you can. Uh, you, I suppose you can put up mesh or screens to stop things getting in through those gaps. Yeah. Otherwise, but it, seek happens. professional help. You'd say in trying to get rid uh, of I, those. I would do. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pity. Yeah. If there were bees now, I'd be saying, try and protect and bring them out, blah, blah. Mm. Well, wasps, wasps are going to die anyway, aren't they're, they? They're, well, they're not very popular either. They just, no. They're not functional in the same <laughs> way as bees. Functional. Yeah. All right, so thanks very much indeed, Pete. Thank you. Uh, Thank Pete you. the vet and Pete Weatherburn. You'll find Pete if you want to go along and uh, <clears throat> have a chat in person. And he's at uh, Brave Vet on Old Connor. Uh, and also you can read uh, Pete's articles on PeteTheVet.com and various places like the... Uh, Wicklow People Newspapers and TV3 as well. Good me. You're all over the place, Pete. And there's only one of you. Loving it. Thanks, (laughs) Devin. All right. Thanks very much indeed, Pete. Thank you.